Welcome to Greedwatch 2018, a Common Rider O's recap podcast. My name is Coriander Dickinson. I have with me Josh A. Kagan. Hello. And Adam Wasserman. Sup? This is episode 34, Best Friends, Manipulation, and Relationships. Or Best Friends Using and That Relationship. That relationship. That relationship, though. <laughs> Oh, I think we all know that relationship, guys. You know, when you and your buddy are just tied up in tight, tight owl vomit vinyl in a, re- <laughs> in a recreation of Big Bird's Nest. Yeah, <laughs> That's not the relationship they're referring and to. And AG's running through the woods yelling your name because that's how you find people. It's real Blair Witchy, the opening of this week's episode. He's running through the woods about as well as a girl in a slasher movie. Like, he literally falls down. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, at the tiny cabins in the theme park, Ankh is confronting Buddy Guy. <laughs> Kitamura. Buddy Guy? Kitamura. The, the jazz yeah. great? <laughs> or no, actually, he's a blues great. I'm racist. Buddy Rich. No, there's uh, a Buddy Guy, too. What? Buddy Guy is a blues great. Buddy Rich is a jazz great. And Sorry, uh, I was confused by the jazz, yes. And Buddy Love is the alter ego <laughs> of the Nutty Professor. I am also confused by jazz. Start with Ornette Coleman. It'll clear everything right up. Wait, Nicole Kidman? Start with Nicole Kidman. <laughs> Moulin Rouge. I will. Uh, Ankh is interrogating Kina like, I can't believe you fell asleep because Annette fell on you. And she's like, but it did <laughs> she's for like, real. And he's all like, like I was in a net, go get I fell some asleep. tea. Is she like a fainting goat? Like, I don't understand. Like, she has all of the power of Samson, and yet, like, a net falls on her head, and she was like, yeah, and that was it. It was just a, it was just a solid dirt nap. I still think that the net was impregnated with some sort of sleeping potion. Maybe she's like a parrot or a Furby, and you have to, like, cover the cage oh. to block the light, and then they're like, oh, it's bedtime. I'll stop yelling now. Similar. Similar Genesis. Uh, Genesis. Uh, the the Furby and the parrot, I believe. Did mm-hmm. Furbies have beaks? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe they're birds. Little beaks. Maybe they're birds. So Ankh's like, "Hey, woman, go get tea." Which I feel like. No, no Kitamura asked for. Kitamura's like, "Oh shit, Ankh's about to oh, spill yeah, the tea." Right. But what if I asked for tea? Right. It was it was Kitamura, not Ankh, being a jerkwad. Well, and then it's Kitamura being a jerkwad. I don't know. If I were Hina, I would have just picked him up and like thrown him to space, like Hercules did in that with that bear. Okay. A, I think he panicked, and B, I don't know. Hina seemed fine with it. She's just like, all right, guess I'll go make some tea. Well, you know, it's, it's a woman's place to to provide in social settings. Okie doke. Math is hard. <laughs> Maybe she just like, oh, I don't like the vibe here. I would I would much rather go get some tea. Yeah. So Ankh's like, hey, you were kidnapping people. And Kitamura's like, I don't want you to tell anyone, especially not AG. I, I will be upset if you if you tell anyone. Don't al- don't say anything. But also Ankh's like, you also make a monster. You made a monster with your face. It popped out of your <laughs> a coin went in your face and a monster came out. What is No, an egg came out and a monster came out of the egg. Uh, right, right, right. Oh yeah. Don't forget the, the egg. In the episode recap at the start of the episode, I did yeah. see the pink egg that the owl came out of. Wait. Good. Corey, did you literally never see the egg? I thought you were just fun and with No, I genuinely wasn't I wasn't looking when the egg came out. I missed an <laughs> I entire you were egg. Just, 
I thought you were just doing that like, no, that didn't happen. I refuse to accept that that happened. Thing. Yes, because that's the most ridiculous thing that's ever been on this series. Look, so, Corey, this is this is one of Corey's bits that she does. I was thought she was doing that bit. A class. Oh, that's a classic Corey right there. Today on Corey's Comedy Classics, not seeing eggs. Corey just denies that things happen. Yep. Look, so... I mean, it's too late now, but but dear listener, when you when you have already listened to that episode, um, you may find that I am a bit aggressive during that segment, and I guess it was unjustified. And I'm One sorry. might even say aggressive. All my aggression towards Josh is entirely justified. Aggression, Paul. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so Ankh's like, you make a monster, you do it to kidnapping. What's the matter, you? And Ag's like, not Ag. Uh, Kitamura is just like, I just want Ag to rely on me, which I'm just gonna throw out there is weird. I mean, he wants to be friends slash relied upon. Yeah, that's not. This is we gotta. Kitamura needs to sit down with like Jen and Trin or some shit. He needs to. He needs, <laughs> yes. he needs some friendshiping triage because he is friendshiping very poorly. Oh, but also, Leisureland is a nest. For that owl yummy. Well, like, Unk's like... The whole thing is a nest. Unk's like, the, the yummy is taking directions kind of from you on, on the vibe level. That's why it's kidnapping all these folks. Like a mother bird providing for you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> She's good. That owl's going to come back and puke a bunch of dotting koto in your mouth. Yum! Tastes like Odin. Oh boy. Uh, And anyway, so Ankh's like, well, thank you for telling me all of that. Of course, you can trust me 100%. And then uh, Ag shows up and Ag's like, Ag, Ag, guess what? Kidamura kidnapped Hina and he's a monster. He made a monster with his brain. All right, he doesn't say the yummy part. No, he says the yummy part first. He's like, guess what? Kidamura made a yummy. And then Hina comes out with the tea and he's like, and guess what else? Kitamura kidnapped Hina, and I expected Hina to drop the tray and, like, faint yeah, or something. Too. But no, she just stands right. there blankly. Nope, that's passing. That's <laughs> man's work, passing out and fainting. <laughs> Hina only passes out if you throw a net on her, apparently. It's a net, it's hey, a net negative. <laughs> Look, she still passes out less than her one weakness. Does, okay? <laughs> Superman, kryptonite. Hina, Hina nets. nets. Yep. Oh, you know what that means? She could. She can't wear fishnet stockings. That's a real pity. Couldn't use Netscape. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> she can't. She can't figure out her net worth. Nope. And as soon as she hears hears the music, dun dun dun, dun she passes right out, and it's quite a drag. <gasps> oh, good. I figured that one out. Okay. It wasn't great. It was not a great joke, but I, you know what? No, you know what, Josh? Good. Good work. I've been watching a lot of Dragnet with my Operation Never Leave the House Again. It's very soothing. <laughs> Wait, do you just keep watching the Dan Aykroyd movie over and over Oh, absolutely again? not. I gave that a shot uh, about a month ago, and I'm here to yeah. tell you, does not age well. Not a good movie. You mean all the sexism didn't really make it out of the 80s unscathed? That's not terrific. Still funny. Tom Hanks yelling, thank God it's Friday. Actually, Tom Hanks is really wonderful in it. I think Tom Hanks yelling, thank God it's Friday, is literally the only reason that movie got made. <laughs> I remember that part, and I remember Dan Aykroyd looking at a lady's breasts and just being real placid about it. Because I was like 10 when I saw that movie, and those were the sorts of things that stuck in my mind back then. Him being placid? Well, I mean, look. No boobs, it's... but you couldn't see them because of right. the, the way the shot was shot. And oh, I was like, 
yes, when he is on the, yes, he's on Dabney he, Coleman as Hugh Hefner's <laughs> mansion, and somebody, yeah. a lady walks by and says, what do you think of these? Uh, I don't, she doesn't sound like Snuffleupagus, no. by the way. I thought it was more like, I thought it was more like he's, like, Tom Hanks is all like, look at all these hot ladies. Oh, my God. That's because the ma- magazine's called Bait. That's like the July Bait Mate. And Dan Aykroyd's like, eh. And, and she's like, oh, eh, huh? What do you think of these? And he's like, yeah, those are good. Anyway, we got a murder to solve or something. Yeah, that's a uh, d- d- direct quote. We got a murder to solve or something. <laughs> look, we got we got a little off track. Kitamura is like, you promised not to tell. Onk. If you, like, haven't caught up on Drag Race, don't follow Ankh on uh, oh, Twitter. He is going to he's gonna tell you everything. You will never... Yeah, he's he's a spoiler machine. So we count the medals one, two, three, and then we come oh. back from the... Oh, wait, wait, wait. what? what, what? I mean, since, we're, first. since we're noting sexism, Ankh also does not refer to Hina by name. He just calls her that woman. Mm. That's... Okay, fine. That's bad. Yeah, so... Uh, Kitamura has a flashback at this point to the time that he sprouted a yummy and Kazari's all like, hey, that guy you want to be friends with, his friends suck. They're they're in your way. You should listen to me. And then we get the intro. Oh, okay. And uh, there's some nice little uh, additions of some some purple purple combo AG in there. That's all I noticed. Oh, wow. I don't even look at the credits anymore. Well, I got, I, they, apparently they got sick of uh, of promoting Go Away, Common Writer, or whatever the fuck that movie was called. They usually only promote it for like a month. Yeah. Uh, t- but time is a flat circle. Uh, we come back, you, and you know what? The, the way the, the way that we get back into the episode after the credits reminds me, Corey, one of my favorite memories of, uh, of you and I. Remember when you kidnapped Adam? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, Adam, Corey kidnapped you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then we were like, but it was just for a joke. We were just kidding. It was just a little fun. It was a little fun that we had kidnapping you, Adam. Uh, no like, harm. Eh, okay. Yeah, no harm, no foul. That's what friends do. Yeah, and just a little friendly kidnapping amongst buddies, amongst compadres. A little thing, AJ, me and AG back in the day at high school running around the botanical gardens or whatever the fuck. We just like to kidnap people for funs. And it was a good time. Uh, for more on this, see the movie Rope. <laughs> I, was, I was impressed with your net making skills, personally. <laughs> that net put me right to yeah. sleep. Kidmer is all like, it wasn't me. And AG's all like, wait, wait, wait. It was just us working together, doing a funny thing, Hina. Ignore it. And he's like, eh, okay. Remember sure. that time? I'll go get more tea. Uh, <laughs> sorry, it's going to take me a minute. My vision's still a little cloudy because I just lost consciousness about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> funny joke, boys. Tee hee. I'm well, strong. Anyway. No, sorry. Go ahead. She's strong. Oh, yeah, she's uh, strong. Anyway, on to more important things, i.e., Dante and Goto in a nest. They have an argument about whether or not it's an owl or a chicken, which I... I love that they brought that chicken gag back. <laughs> like, the Dante only, like, the only bird Dante thinks exists is chickens. <laughs> That's incredible! Now I, now I want to see his ornithology book, <laughs> where it's just pictures of different birds, and it's just chicken, chicken, big chicken, angry chicken. <laughs> Yeah, it's also fun because they filmed in like a butterfly house, so there's always like butterflies yeah. crossing shot. <laughs> I couldn't tell if they were special effects or real butterflies because butterflies look like that. 
No, that must have been a real pain for continuity. I know. Also, I figured something out. Date, Goto, or Ernie and Bert. Yeah. Except Goto's got Ernie's body, but Bert's personality and vice versa. Hmm. This is a great theory. Also, they're in a giant nest, which definitely needs to start Sesame Street. Well, it literally looks like Big Bird's nest. You expect one of them to yeah. be asleep and going... Precisely. It does look like it's suspended in the air by big, big ropey hair things that are really nasty and gross from you a know, distance. Yeah. Like, like owls make. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess it's supposed to be that, like, garbage bag vinyl crap. But it, Spoilers it just later looks on, like, we find out it's the garbage bag vinyl crap. Yeah, it just it looks, looks like weird. Hair. It is very weird looking. And I will also say one of the few like special effects or images from this series that I would consider like screen capturing and hanging on my wall. It's a very it's neat. It looks cool. I don't even have a joke about it. I will say, however, that for this whole chicken argument, they are bound head almost shoulder to toe and their heads are what I like to call kissing distance or. Oh, yeah. Or as TV I like, close. We call that TV close. I prefer to use the phrase kistance. Uh, <laughs> and I, look, man, I mean, maybe, look, maybe it's because I read Celluloid Closet uh, when most people were reading Catcher of the Rye, but I feel like we are being sent information that these two are, uh, they're, they're more than buddies. These guys, we're rooting for these boys to smooch. They're never going to, but this seems like real, it seems like a real smooch opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But they know. Cool. cool, cool, cool. Back outside, AG has drugged Kitamura off down the path, being like, okay, we gotta still find our missing buddies, and you're my buddy, so you're helping me. Where's left? And he's like, well, there's the Ferris wheel and the greenhouse. Those are the only two locations in Leisure Land that we haven't checked. And AG's not like, hmm, well, the Ferris wheel seems unlikely. Let's check the greenhouse first. He's like, how about, okay, so you're psychically linked with the yummy, so tell me what at Leisure Land reminds you of the thing you liked most about being at school. <laughs> Which is kind of smart for AG, I guess. I guess, but it's almost like, I feel like the episode was like two minutes short, because as far as puzzle solving goes, it's like, there are two locations we can check. What if instead of standing here and going like, all right, but let's really let's really use some deduction. They could just be like, oh, well, let's just go to both places and maybe, you know, we'll, we'll find them because there's only two left. I love it because the Ferris wheel is in all of the establishing shots for this theme park <laughs> and they are never going there. They are no. never going to that Ferris wheel. Oh, so they're so you mean they're going to go to the botanical gardens, which are definitely in the same location as Leisureland. <laughs> yep. No concern there. 100%. Definitely, yeah, 100%. The exact same location. Kitamura has a flashback of him and uh, uh, and young the Young Age Chronicles. Presumably. Gallivanting about. <laughs> it really feels like that was supposed to be like a longer, more involved flashback that they just didn't have time for. Running it down pathways, like... laughing carefree. <laughs> seems, seems like yeah. a lot of work for like three seconds. It's uh, yeah, it's some real EM Forrester shit. Just them gallivanting about the gardens, and then Kitamura's like, "Well, I, you know, I do remember us gallivanting about the gardens," and they're like, "Yay, the gardens!" And at that exact moment, fucking Goto sends a candroid that says, "We're in the gardens." No, so... you you have skipped so much goddamn footage stuff that happened. Stop it. No, look, 
Okay. The so boys crashed all, the nest. The boys crashed the nest. Yeah. Also, also, I had some thought. I had some more thoughts about Leisureland as I was watching this episode. Yeah, I think. Go ahead. I think the problem is it's clearly like, you know, winter. Because everything's brown, and I bet Leisureland looks real nice in like midsummer, or even spring, when everything's all green and verdant. It just looks crappy now because everything's dead, or because it's crappy. Yeah, counterpoint. No, <laughs> but at least it would be more a more pleasant crappy. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. So they they shake the nest down. Yeah, Rock them the rowdy boys land on the ground in their giant nest, and then Goto's like struggling and Dante's like hey is your butt itchy or something what's what's going on with you no what no 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 listen first they have a heart to heart about belts where oh yeah that's real where, important where Goto's like uh this is all my fault because they didn't put on your your sweet ass belt and Dante's like well you know that if you put on that belt and you're not ready you'll die and he's like but you know you're ready and they start staring into each other's eyes and Goto's like, really? And he's like, yeah, you're ready. Next time, you should just do it. And then they kiss for five minutes. You would think. Maybe, they, maybe Adam, that's why they cut down all of the gallivanting uh, about the botanical high school gardens. Because they were like, well, we need five minutes of kissing. Yep. What we want to do is try and beat the kiss in Big Top Pee Wee. <laughs> Nobody cares about the kiss in Big Top Pee Wee. Nobody cares about Big Top Pee Wee. Yeah, that's true. There's only... Two Pee Wee Herman movies people care about. And really, it's only one. Yeah, I still haven't seen that second, that third one that was apparently good. The one on Netflix with uh, yeah. Handsome Joe Mentiglio or Mentalello. Yeah, but it's or... also it's also got um, Stephanie Beatriz. Hello. Uh, was she on Jax or something? Was no, she she's on, on like, some Brooklyn Cana- Nine-Nine. Oh, okay. Is that Canadian? Well, Josh A. Kagan. No, Josh the Kagan. Um, I haven't seen any Pee Wee. Anyways, uh, oh, outside, P- AG oh hears goodness. the cries of a dino can. Wait, 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 Corey. How, why is oh. there? Why? Why they hear that? We never covered what. How that happened? You see, a candroid flew out, flew out of his butt. A candroid flew out of Goto's butt because okay. that was what was making his butt itchy. All right. Here's the so. Here's the thing about that. It's not a bad plan, but. Also, it was entirely pointless because they were already there and they were going to go in. And? Uh, And actually, you know, if the nest had still been, like, up, it would have been a lot easier for them to find them. Definitely more defensible from up there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Unless your enemy is a flying owl of some kind. Bad play, heroes. Boo. Boo. So, basically, within the course of 35 seconds, every character (laughs) figures out in a different way that they're at the Botanical Gardens. They go Mm -hmm. to the Botanical Gardens. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Eiji comes up to the nest, pulls out, like, an orange can, and does something... It's the peacock can with the the fan on it. Sue. The can. The can fan. Free Goto. Mm. It's like a little can opener. (laughs) (laughs) It's the opener can. And now, here's, and now Ow. here's your headliner can. Um, yeah, so Goto, he frees Goto, but then Owl's like, hey, it's time for some punching. And Owl sacks the fuck out of Eiji. Uh, they go flying head over ass. Ankh is like, here's some medals. Uh, are they even the right medals? We don't know. Because Eiji's like, oh, this combo that I'm yeah. sure Adam and Corey wrote down? Rhino, per- eel, grasshopper? Yep. 
Yeah. And Ankh's like, shut up, there's a good combo. And Eiji's like, oh no, now I forgot how to hold things. Yoink! Well, I mean, it's hard to hold things when you're suddenly snagged with a garbage rope by your ankle and dragged to the ground. A hundred and totally percent, but I just want to point out in last week's episode, Eiji was like, blah, 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 um, Ankh, I can't hold medals. <laughs> Since when are you on Ankh's side? I am on, I am on the side of us getting through this. <laughs> that is what I am on the I side of. I don't feel like that's true either. You're right. Um, so he drops the medals, uh, and then Goto, in an act of bravery, Tarzan's the owl in the face. He gets, he grabs like one of them vinyl garbage vines uh, made of mouse pellets in love, and swings. And I have to say, I was, uh, I was shocked and impressed that they did not have Goto actually go. I don't know if that's a thing in Japan. I mean. I don't know. It Everyone. must be. Everyone yeah, probably. loves Tarzan. That's not true. Everyone, every man, woman, and ch- that's the one thing we all have in common. We're all carbon-based life forms, and we <laughs> love the story of Edgar Rice Burroughs, <laughs> har- harrowing tales of colonialism, <laughs> and, and rhino punching. So what you're what you're telling me is that vaguely racist too. All we need to do is have someone go up to Trump and make some sort of Tarzan-based analogy for why he should give a shit about people dying and maybe something will happen. Maybe. No. I think as the inheritor of a lot of wealth, uh, Trump would be the Tarzan in that analogy, uh, unfortunately. Oh, Oh, no, you're right. Now I'm picturing Tarzan only (laughs) hits Trump. Uh, Okay, first of all... He just gets his stupid... (laughs) He gets his stupid son to shoot all the animals. Hey, come here, animals. Uh, so, yeah. Goto kicks the owl through a window. Yay! In a you hilarious know, moment of heroism, he's like, if I'm going to be birthed someday, this is the least of what I should be expected to do. Yeah, and Date's like, you being reckless, my son. You got to protect your moneymaker there, that precious face. Kiss, kiss, kiss. <laughs> and then they then they smooch for five minutes while another five sexually unwraps him. It's crazy that this is a twenty three minute episode and a full two minutes are these guys kissing. I'm not complaining. I'm just surprised. Um. Anyways, it, it, it tested very well with the audience. Anyways. Uh, they're fighting. Now there's yeah. fights. There's so much fights. Yep. The owl tries to fly away, and AG uses his eel whips to catch it, and is like, oh, maybe this combo isn't stupid. <laughs> well, Oops. he uses his eel whips, and then he uses his jumping legs and his hard head to jump and headbutt it in midair. It's really good, actually. And then Kazari shows up, and he's there, and he's just, you know, he's like, hey guys, I'm here too. Well... Date is birthed it up and, and come on the scene, too, as well. At this yeah, point. it's just fight. Look, everybody's fighting. Kazari's like, hey, guys, I was wondering if you missed what me. What kind of fighting are they doing, Josh? Uh, everybody was kung fu fighting. Racist. Yeah. Whoa. No, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. <clears throat> it was a trap and so you fell Ankh into it. So is standing there watching with his smug face, and Kitamura <laughs> sees him, and he flashes back to Kazari planting the seed in his mind like, you know, the biggest problem is Ankh. Ankh's using AG. As long as Ankh's around, AG doesn't stand a chance. He's going to kill AG. And so the owl kidnaps Ankh. Yeah. <laughs> and then Kazari does the classic bad guy. Uh, you know what? I should explain to everybody exactly what my plan is. 
Um, and he's like, look, the truth is my target isn't any of you. It's Ankh. That's all I'm, that's the eyes on the prize. That's what I'm doing. Well, yeah. he also beats a blue metal out of AG. He kicks AG hard enough that AG detransforms. And then he's all like, whew, I'm not going to kill you. Because yeah. that's not my plan. And also, I don't want to deal with the purple combo. If I attack you, you're going to get real strong. And that would be, that'd be bad news for Kazari. And I don't even care because I got to do stuff in the right order. And you're not top of the list. Ha! Kazari, out. There's my whole plan. <laughs> Bye. Like, uh, so Ciao. AG's like, we got we to gotta go save Ankh. And Kitamura's like, really? Why are we doing that? <laughs> you changed, man. You're not the same guy you used to be. This was really lost on me, Kitamura, because it's like... Ag, you used to be the guy who wanted to help everybody, and now you're helping everybody. It's like you—it's like your eye color changed, which I found oddly poetic. Uh, but I guess also Kitamura is upset that Ag seems to enjoy fighting because I guess he didn't used to be a fighting it's risky. man. He's risking himself. Used used to be, yeah. he just threw money at the problems, and now now he's like got his <laughs> neck on the line. Uh, he's like, all uh, like, it's the same as when I went to your house. Because your house sucked, and you suck. But I did it anyway. <laughs> he's like uh, he's like Edward Norton after he met Brad Pitt, and Ankh is Brad Pitt. Meanwhile, uh, somewhere else in the mm. forest, uh, by what we will come by, by a waterfall, a lovely waterfall, Maki shows up, and he's like, hey, everybody, I'm here for my three minutes in this week's episode. <laughs> uh, and Ankh is kind of... came off my vacation for this. Ankh sniffs uh, the air and is like, your aura is weird, my man. Sounds like you got some metals jingle jangling in your tum-tum. And that's weird, because humans can't be canisters for metals, can they? Who knows? It's more like a, a human trying to be a greed. What's up with that? Humans suck, and greed are awesome. Can't happen. That's but not okay. That's our thing. <laughs> you, you, Cultural appropriation much? You're appropriating greed culture. Well, I mean, what are you what are you going to do next? Start hanging purple silk? I want to see that. I want Monkey <laughs> right. to go evil greed, purple greed, and get like a big bolt of fabric. That's Maybe he'll just start wearing a cape. Oh, that would be great. Uh, cape's such a good look. We've mm. already seen that Monkey can pull it off from that 1000 episode right. special when he was the bad guy. Yeah. Remember that? Um, anyways, mm. so, but Maki's like, yeah, but I got him, so fucking suck it. And Kazari's like, I won't. Anyway, Ankh earlier got a grasshopper can out, so now he's shouting at AG and I guess nobody has noticed this uh, of the like four people who have captured him <laughs> and AG's like where are you and Nog's like I don't know dummy come get me and AG's like wait I hear something I press this can to my ear and I can hear a waterfall or the <laughs> ocean like one of the two <laughs> <laughs> well time to go chasing waterfalls I guess if only I had a ride <laughs> I would like to just point out that I love that Ankh remains petulant and assholic even when in grave danger and somebody is trying to help him. Because he's like, hey, are, where are you? I don't fucking know. Hey, that sounds like a waterfall. Are you near a waterfall? Shut up. You're the waterfall. <laughs> it's like it's like he's like a 15-year-old talking to his mom. He's so But he still wants a ride. Yeah. Kitamura zooms up in an SUV and is like, get in, A.G., we're, we're going somewhere. We're going to drive fast now. Vehicle. 
Vroom! He's just like, hey, do you know where a waterfall is? Yeah, let's go. Zoom. And they have a heart-to-heart talk, and Kitamura's like, you know what? I didn't like you at first. I hated you because you were real smiley, and you're always like, let's be happy about things. And I was like, no, I want to sit around my house and just stare at my feet. And, uh, but then, uh, I guess now I want to pursue my dream because we ran through the botanical gardens and did not kiss for five minutes, uh, but maybe that can happen later. Uh, but more importantly, why do you want to help Ankh? That guy sucks ass. <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 you fail to understand my cunning plan. I'm using him so that I have the power to save people. He's not. He's not using me. You've got it backwards. Yeah, oh. I used to think I could save the world, but I can't without power. Ag <laughs> is... Um, Eiji's in an abusive relationship and really, really needs, like, to think about what's happening and how he feels about it. I mean, everybody is, everyone's doing friendship very wrong and badly. Uh, I feel like, the, I feel like both Ankh and Eiji are not in this friendship for the right reasons. Oh, and also, I don't know if we mentioned this. There was an earlier part of the episode where, like, somebody asks Ankh, like, well, you and AG are friends, right? And mm. Ankh's response is like, don't make me laugh by saying stupid shit, you jerk. Yeah. I'm using friends? him. Puh. Puh. Yeah, he's mm. been like that for a few episodes. Anyway, Ankh's going to get absorbed by Ankh too, and everything's getting all kaleidoscopy. It's real cool. It's uh, all incense and peppermints over there. This was my favorite exchange from the episode. Uh, we throw back to the grove by the waterfall with uh, Ankh all uh, tied up. Corey, I don't know if you had this in your translation, but Kazari's like, aha, Ankh, how does it feel? And Ankh's response is, very reasonably, it sucks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's the gist of it. Yeah, uh, it was great. Kitamura peels off-road for like five feet and then parks his vehicle very nicely. <laughs> and then it's like, hey, the waterfall's over there. Also, I picked up your garbage medals off the garbage ground. I guess you love them, so here. But it's only it's like only two metals. Yeah, yeah so well, he can't the blue transform. One, he can't. The blue one went to Kazari, and then Ag dropped the other two and just forgot about them. Yeah, so Ag's like rocking down to the waterfall where all the bad guys are, and Ankh's tied up, and he's like, "Well, I can't transform, but if I reach deep inside myself and try real hard, maybe the purple metals will combo for me." He looks kind of surprised. He's like, wow, there's like way more people here than I expected. I mean, Maki's here. I didn't, didn't know about that. There's an owl. There's two greeds. Ma Maki's all like, whoop. Oh, the other purple metals are here. Be bad if all 10 were in the same spot. Bye. Yeah, there's my ride. Thanks, everyone. I was in this episode. Kazari's <laughs> like, where are you going? And he's like, I have a perfectly good reason to leave right now. Do you feel like it's performance anxiety because there are so many people there that that's why AG can't like, oh, I can't. Like, is he like pee shy only with medals? He does keep talking about them coming out. Yeah. A lot. Like, a lot, a lot. Yeah. Like, before it's been dependent on his life being at risk. And so he's got to, like, look at Ankh and be like, Onk's in danger. That's the same as my life being at risk. Come on, Metals, respond. I guess it's better than him, like, smashing his head against the nearest tree. That would be cooler, though. That would be cooler. That'd be metal as hell. But the Metals come out of his tummy and fly into his little belt belt, and then he turns into the purple guy, and they fight! Big fight. And he beats Kazari, beats a Metal out of Kazari, and Onk's like, ha, huh, how do you like them Metals? <laughs> 
uh, Kazari and young Ankh are like, hey, where'd Maki go? Let's follow him. First, Ankh, too, does, does a fire kick on Dino AG, and they're all like, there's a big explosion. Everyone's like, did that do it? And Dino AG is like, no. Absolutely not. Not even close. They I'm all fine. escape, and the owl's yeah. like, maybe I can help. And then AG's <laughs> like, kaboom, die. <laughs> well, then he's like, no, I can't. He tries to fly away, but it's too yeah, AG's moving, using a move called Death Blow. Like <laughs> he's using a move called I have a gun and it shoots real big real far. So flying isn't really your best option. This is I'm going to go ahead and say this is my favorite monster death in this entire series because that owl eats it spectacularly. It's true. It's what a, a giant Richard Pryor fireball of death. <laughs> it is fucking fantastic. Whoa. Got dark there. Look, he he bounced back. That's not what killed him. I know it's, he did fine. It's, it's still, I oh. he, he would appreciate it. Oh, that's probably true. Ag in purple combo mode is all like, "Who's the next target? Who's the next target? Who got next?" Kitamura's standing there, all <laughs> glassy and vulnerable, and yeah. Unk's like, "No, you want to fight me? Over here! Over here! Over here! Please! Come on! Come on!" AG, you can't win. I've got the higher ground. <laughs> also, let's be real for a second. I hate you. I hate everything about you. But also, I need you so that I can be whole. And I don't mean that emotionally. I mean, like, literally, I'm an arm. And I need you and your power. So, like, just just stop it already. He didn't need to say all of that out loud. I just want to say that for the record. No, he didn't, but he did. When somebody's trying to murder you, your response should not be like, hey, just so you know, I really don't like you. <laughs> you suck. And I'm using you. Now, please don't murder me. And then and then you probably shouldn't, like, leap at that person <laughs> from, a, from, from a, you know, tallish mound of dirt. Or whatever. And when you're a hand, using your entire body to block uh, an axe blade is not, not very smart. Corey, when you're a hand, you're a hand all the way. <laughs> From your first cigarette to your last dying day. Well, he starts smoking under the strain. That's and true. uses the distraction, I guess, to click AG's belt and detransform him. Yep. Oh, man, you don't touch another man's belt like that without permission. This is a this is a I feel like an exceptional situation. You know what? Enthusiastic consent, guys. EG wakes up cradled in Ankh's lap. <laughs> I knew you could do it. Ugh. And then he has a nap. <laughs> Sleep. Yeah, he passes guys, out. And they, oh, go ahead, this, Adam. Is this the most homoerotic episode we've seen so far? Is I mean. It's getting better all the time. Like, there's like at least three ships in this episode minimum. There's a lot. There's like there's boys tied up in a nest. There's boys gallivanting through a verdant garden. There's now there's this. I mean, yeah. this is like the least homoerotic part of the episode. <laughs> and it's pretty homoerotic. Pretty, it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good stuff. Uh, <laughs> the the camera does. The he's dead pullback. It's true. <laughs> there then, is the, the, the classic, a classic far and away. Um, yeah. And we're like, oh, I guess I guess this is it. And he really died this time. And then cut to the couscousier. Wait, 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 wait. There's something oh. very, very important that happens. Oh, no, that. I can't believe I missed it. No, it's OK. So it pulls away and like Date and Goto and Kitamura are, are, are all standing there staring 
<laughs> basically being like, so that happened, I guess. And Kitamura just sort of like walks away, yeah. never to be seen again. Nope. There's no real closure to his his arc or anything. He's just like, I okay, that I'm out. That that was enough for Kitamura. Thank you kindly. Farewell, right. everyone. I'm gonna go hang out with fat guy who eats lots of uh, chicken by a fountain and angry photographer and his terrible wife and everybody else at the home for recovering yummies. <laughs> All right, Josh, tell us about the couscousier. Uh, like most restaurants now, the couscousier is closed for business. Uh, and uh, Chioko's just sitting there in the dark talking on the phone. Is like, I'm sorry, we're closed for business. Every, everybody's got the roni or whatever. Uh, and nobody can the help. Roni? What? Is that what we're calling it? Yeah, uh, I, I, yeah. It's a it is a quote from Tiny Snack Comics. I wish I could oh, take okay. I wish I could take credit for it, but it made me laugh and laugh and laugh. I, I'm just amused that apparently, like, the the couscousier is so, like, half-assed as a business that not only can she not run it because her entire, all of her employees just took, took a day off without, I guess, telling her. Because she doesn't appear to have actually closed the restaurant. She's just like, yeah, we can't do anything today. Uh, but, but, then but also... Like that just is sort of it sort of seems like the kind of restaurant where you might show up for work one day and it's closed and nobody told you. A hundred percent. This I mean, look, I don't want to cast aspersions or anything, but I kind of feel like this is a mom and dad funded organization. <laughs> I think yeah. she lives there. But that doesn't so oh, everybody like who works the there lights lives are there. Off, That's phone phone ringing in the dark. She's like, Meh. phone. No, you can't come here with a hundred people. All my staff quit. Uh, and then they come who through the door. A random, who calls a, a relatively small restaurant like at a random point of the afternoon? And it's like, by the way, can you fit a hundred people at no notice? Like, remember that that boxer going away party? Like, I feel that was like probably they, last notice. I don't think so. I think they probably planned that like a, at least a week ahead of time. They probably booked that. But it's all it is no problemo because the whole the whole Scooby gang shows up. The doors fly open. Light streams into the place because Chioko was like, I forgot how to turn lights on or whatever. Uh, and everybody's like, hey, we're back. And Chioko's like, great. A hundred people are showing up probably next week in that episode. Uh, everybody start cooking. And Date's like, I can cook all kinds of foods. I'm good. I'm good at food. Just got to give me that sweet, sweet yen. And she's like, everyone's getting paid because money comes from somewhere, I guess. Hey, she's not asking him to work for exposure. That's something. It's true. Uh, and then Ankh just sort of stands there and she's like, you too, Ankh. And he's like, Moo, and he punches his hand into his palm <laughs> and it hurts because uh, he's a dummy. And da dun 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 Scene. Scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't. It was a very odd end to that episode. Yeah. Y'all mentioned like uh, unhealthy friendships, but I think I think Date and Goto have been pretty solid through the oh, whole yeah. run. Oh, absolutely, a hundred percent agreed. Like they that was love adorable. at first sight. They're fine, and they've been very supportive of each other. Yeah, but is that a friendship or is that a romance? Ah, uh, they're not mutually exclusive. It's true. In fact, they shouldn't be. Ooh. In my opinion, mm. hot take. Damn. So hot. Whoa, take. Josh, are you telling me you're not friends with your wife? I mean, we talk through our lawyers. Oh, well, that's kind of a friendship. In Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood friendship. Hollywood friendship. <laughs> yeah. It's like a like an Irish goodbye. 
And that's the, then that happened. That's the episode, and it happens. We're fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's good. Josh, did you uh, did you, did you watch? You don't normally watch like the the preview for the next episode. Do you? I I through it. It looks like there might be some rock and roll next week. It looks like okay. I, I don't know. It looks like somebody's like dude up in some glam, some glammy Bowie kissy kind of. Maybe there's gonna be some rock. I don't know. Did you did you watch? Did you watch the preview thing after the preview for next episode? I I absolutely did not. Okay, I was just curious as to whether it blew your mind, but that's fine. Oh, now I'm going to go back and watch it. Too bad I didn't do that beforehand so we could talk about it, but what is it? Well, I mean, or do you know I, I, I watched the whole thing that's on the that's in the file, but maybe that's just... Mm. Oh yeah, not me. Nope. Mysterious. I do, I do exactly as much as is required for me to talk to you two for 50 minutes and absolutely <laughs> no more. But I am excited to see whatever the fuck that this is. Well, it's, I mean, here's the thing is you're not going to, I just wanted you to, oh, you're going to see the, yeah. No. It's a preview for something we're not going to watch, but you're going to look at it and you're going to be like, Adam, what the hell? Well, I can't wait to discuss it next week. Okay. Swag. That, I was going to say sweet and I was going to say swag and then just, it didn't happen. (laughs) It just changed my mind partway through and I couldn't stick the landing. Swag. What are you? That's my catchphrase now, swag. Sure. Why not? So yeah, I, I liked the episode. I didn't like the friendship that happened during it, like Kina getting pissed upon for falling asleep in a net and <laughs> forgotten by the roadside while all of the boys go off and yell names and open cans. <laughs> Is uh, yeah, not Hina's. Uh, this arc of episodes, this two-parter, not Hina's finest hour. Even though she got to be strong last week. It's like they had to compensate for it. Yeah, and they never actually made Kitamura's relationship with A.G. apparent. So it's just like, yeah, I'm pretty sure A.G.'s still pretending to know this guy. Except for this one <laughs> flashback where they were in the butterfly house. <laughs> but yeah, apparently they spent like days and days just lying on their back telling each other their dreams. <laughs> Very formative. What do you want to be when you grow up? I don't know, like a henshin and super person or something? Yeah, me too. Those are only in manga. You're silly. <laughs> Smooch. Wanna, wanna practice kissing? <laughs> I don't need to. I'm real good at it. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll do it, but it's not practice. It's the real thing. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. It was fine. Ooh. This episode Ooh. was fine. There was a nest. It was cute. Yeah, I liked it. It was, it was good. Yeah. It was some good fun. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> See you all in the future. I'm Coriander Dickinson. You can find me on Twitter at Absalar. I'm Josh A. Kagan. You can find me on Instagram at uh, uh, Josh A. Kagan. <laughs> I'm, I'm Adam Wasserman. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cold Sarcasmia. Uh, Swa, everybody. Swa. Goodbye. <laughs> hey, don't steal my catchphrase. <laughs>